Hello, everybody, and welcome to this Gradcracker webinar with Centrica. So today we're going to find out more about Centrica as an organisation, who they are, what they do, and what's on offer to you, our STEM students. So I'm going to start with Katie. Lovely to have you back, Katie. I always enjoy doing a webinar with you. And so could you tell the audience, please, a little bit about you and your role at Centrica? Yeah, of course. So hi, everyone. Um, I'm Katie. I'm one of the emerging talent managers at Centrica. And my role is really to help oversee and manage our emerging talent programmes. So anything from grad programmes, summer internships, and also year in industry programmes. Um, previously, I've done the HR graduate scheme myself. Um, that's now called our people scheme. And I also did the summer internship at Sanchka. Um, and I went to Nottingham University and did management. So my role um, really involves a lot of like continuous improvement, um, and yeah, the favorite, my favorite aspects of it um, is really about driving more inclusivity and accessibility into our emerging talent programs at Centrica. Perfect. Thank you, Katie. And tell everybody a little bit more about the organization. So Centrica is an international energy and services and solutions um, company. And really our focus at the moment is to support um, our customers to use energy more efficiently and sustainably. So this is happening in three sort of key ways. So we want customers to make smarter choices about how they use their energy um, so they can save money, but also choose more decarbonized offerings. We also want our... Um, Sorry, we are also like optimizing energy, so um, supporting the responsible buying and selling of energy and also investing in lots of infrastructure so um, that we're contributing to a low carbon um, future for the UK and elsewhere. So we've got 12 key brands. Um, British Gas, we've got services and solutions and British Gas Energy, they're really focused on delivery. And then we've also got um, business units more focused on the long term growth. So Centrica Energy and Centrica Business Solutions and as a gradual work um, across the business units. I think at the moment it's a really exciting time to join Centrica. So we're really powering the journey to net zero. Last week or the week before, I think we announced um, we're investing between 600 million to 800 million a year until 2028 in renewable um, generation um, and our customers. And we've also announced um, we're creating a business unit that's specifically um, focusing on new businesses and net zero. Um, so yeah, really, really exciting time. And last year, we also were nine out of 100 best student employers, top engineering employer with rate my placement and highly commended for our internship. So if you decide to join, you're in very safe hands. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think Centrica is a great company if you're, you know, curious about energy, um, about the energy industry. I'm really passionate about, um, yeah, net zero and contributing to the future. Perfect. Thank you very much, Katie. Um, we'll speak to Katie a little bit later on about the opportunities that they will be opening on Gradcracker tomorrow, the, the 29th of September. But for now, we're going to go and meet all of the grads. So, Lucy, I'm going to start with you. Could you tell me a little bit about your background um, and why you chose Centrica? Yeah, so I studied BSc Geography at the University of Birmingham. And I was chose the geography side because really interested in climate change and just the whole problem with what's going on in the world and then through my degree I was doing a few modules about the energy transition and it sparked my interest and then I knew Centrica was the one for me so mm -hmm. yeah applied to different energy companies and started the Centrica commercial analyst graduate program about two years ago now so mm -hmm. actually just finished that last week so yeah oh wow okay <laughs> so are you, are you a fully fledged member of the Centrica team now I am, yeah. So I'm now brilliant. a new investment analyst. So, oh, yeah. wow. Congratulations. Thank you the net zero side. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much, Lucy. We'll speak to you a little bit more about your, your role at Centrica a little bit later on. And um, Mira, tell us a little bit about your background. So where you went to university, what did you study? Hi, everyone. So, yeah, thanks, Carla. My name is Mira. Um, I did a bachelor's um, in mathematics at the University of Birmingham as well. And then during my bachelor's degree, I realised I actually really enjoyed programming. So I ended up doing a computer science master's mm -hmm. and that really helped me join the software engineering graduate scheme at Centrica. Perfect. And how long have you been there? 
I've also been at FIA for two years and I'm also rolling off the grad scheme and oh, will be staying in my current team. So. Fantastic. Oh, success <laughs> stories. Love those. Thank you very much, Mira. Ryan, tell us a little bit more about you. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Ryan. Um, I studied a master's in mechanical engineering. So during kind of school, obviously, I had a passion for science and um, maths and those type of subjects. And that was at Strathclyde University. Um, I was interested in the energy industry during during my degree, uh, and I really wanted to kind of choose a graduate scheme that would allow me to gain like a varied experience, uh, but also would support working towards chartership, as that's kind of one of my my next goals post university um, is becoming a chartered engineer. Um, and yeah, I participated in a summer internship in twenty twenty one, so that was a couple of years ago. Um, and then rolled off of that straight into a role with Centrica and I've been on the kind of graduate scheme since and I've got one year left. So, Perfect. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, and Ken, finally, tell us a little bit about your background. Hi, everyone. I'm Ken. I'm from Watford. I studied financial maths at University of Kent. And I think what really interests me about energy was the fact that we have such an influence on it on a daily basis. So it influences other fields and just our lives in general. So I started applying for energy companies and, you know, I think it seems like such a great fit for me to work in, given that there's opportunities for analytical stuff as well as more creative opportunities. So I really appreciated the duality of energy. So Centrica as the biggest company, I felt like a great fit. And, you know, I've been working since October 2021. So that's been under two years and, I really enjoy the company. Good. Brilliant. We'll hear more about your story later on, Ken. So thank you very much for that for now. Yeah. Um, well, we got we are actually going to go around the room and talk about your favorite thing about working um at Centrica. So Lucy, I'm going to come back to you. So what would be your your favorite thing about Centrica? Oh, so I'd say there's there's too many. <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> but I'd say not only are you at the forefront of the energy transition, really making a difference in your day-to-day job but you are surrounded by actually just the nicest group of people ever. They're very supportive. You can always reach out to anyone in the business, no matter who they are, everyone wants to help you. And then I'd say more grad scheme specific, my favorite thing is that because it's rotations, so we do three rotations as an analyst, it really gives you that breadth to figure out what you want to do in your career. So when I joined Centrica, all I knew was energy. I didn't really know what that meant for me, apart from net zero, like element. And so you could try three completely different things and figure out where you want to be for your long-term career. Fantastic. Brilliant. Thanks. Good insight as well, Lucy. Mira, what's the bestest thing so far about Centrica? So I think Centrica really fosters like innovation. Um, my managers throughout my three placements as well have always encouraged me to try new software and experiment doing uh, projects in different ways they've always been really interested in how I can use these new technologies to benefit the team Um, also like adding to what Lucy said I absolutely love the graduate culture Casey's made it really brilliant um, we I love going into the office as well and catching up with everyone and the Thursday drinks after work. <laughs> Obviously, so Thursday drinks after work. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. <laughs> Thanks very much, Mary. Ryan, tell us about your your favourite thing. Yes, I suppose kind of echoing what what others have said, really. So I think working part of a team and part of the Centrica team is like fantastic. So when you start as a graduate, you'll kind of quickly learn there's there's no kind of bad or wrong questions uh, it's really easy just to kind of reach out to people on teams and things like that if you're not sure about something and or you know stick kind of teams calls in with people and everyone's like really welcoming and friendly and then kind of even in the role more specifically um in terms of engineering you know it really feels like we're working together as a team to solve to solve the problems that um we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis so i think that sort of working as a team for me that's really important and and probably my favorite thing about working at centrica yeah, it's all about the culture as well, isn't it? Thank you very much. Ken, on to you. For me, there are a lot of things that are great about working at Centrica. Um, I feel like echoing what everyone said, I think just the sense of community, like it's very sociable. Um, I don't think a lot of other large companies do get the CEO just walking in the office or mm. be able to speak to people regardless of the level. So, you know, it's not any office politics or anything like that. So I'd say it's very conducive to overall development. Yeah, 
Fantastic, brilliant insight. Thank you very much, everybody. And um, so, Katie, I'm going to come back to you. So, I know that you've got three types of opportunity available. So, you're going live with your graduate opportunities and your year long placements tomorrow, 29th of September, on Grad Cracker. Um, and then there will be summer of placement opportunities towards the back end of this year, beginning of next year. So, tell the students who are watching this webinar um, all about the opportunities which will be opening in the near future or in the later on in the future and um, for next year yeah of course um and we do have quite a lot of different schemes and they sort of vary through yeah. programs so everyone will just have to bear with me a second when yeah. I get through <laughs> them but I'll hopefully do it quite slowly um so as um some of the grads have mentioned our um like graduate programs are between two to three years so it really depends on the program you select and they're all um rotational so really allows you to get a breadth of experience in a particular stream and also for graduates um, we really expect people to get involved in you know the whole Centrica culture so volunteering we do lots of um, development and training which I'm sure um, people talk about later and also um, you know getting involved in like our employee network so I just wanted to call that out because I think it's yeah. really important you know that you contribute not just you know to your role on a grad program but the whole organization so from a grad scheme perspective, we have got procurement, um, like our buying scheme. We've got marketing, finance, um, DTS, which is a computer science program, our people graduate scheme, which was previously um, HR, commercial analyst. In terms of engineering, we've got offshore engineering and control and instrumentation. And um, that's it for our grad programmes. I think to mention, we do also offer other graduate schemes such as business management. However, we're not going to market with that because it was full from our summer internship. But I think that's a positive news story Absolutely. for people on our summer internship. If you, um, you know, at the end of being successful um, and delivered a lot on your internship, you can get offered a place for a graduate programme. So that's yeah. grad schemes. Um, summer internship is a nine week um, placement that gives you insight into, um, you know, sort of a deep dive into a certain role. Um, and again, involves lots of development and extracurricular. So summer internship, we've got business management, procurement, marketing, finance, um, DTS, which is computer science, people, commercial analyst. And then we've got four types of engineering. So mechanical, electrical, control and instrumentation and civil engineering. Finally, we've got our year in industry <laughs> programme. So like Carla said, these are the year long um, placements, like the sandwich year um, at university. And we've got business management, procurement, marketing, finance, computer science, DTS, people, commercial analyst, and the unique one about the year in industry is environmental strategy. So that's really exciting if you want to work in our environment team at Centrica. So as I've briefly mentioned, um, both summer internship and year in industry, if you're successful, you can get offered a place on the graduate scheme for the following year. And just to summarise, um, applications for grad schemes and year in industry are opening tomorrow, which is the 29th of um, September. And then summer placements will be around December, January time. But if you follow Grad Cracker, you'll get notified when to apply um, and I'd say to find out more look at you know the um, like grad case studies on there there's a lot more information yeah, and videos attached yeah there's a lot of information on there um, on the Centrica hub we've updated a lot of that this year as well ready for the campaign going live um, in the you know in the very near future so make sure you, you know you do your research go and have a look follow Centrica to find out a little bit more and um, so stick with us we're going to look back into Katie towards the end of the webinar Katie's going to give you lots and lots of quite detailed hints and tips about the application process but for now I'm going to hand over to Jessica. Jessica's going to speak to the grads all about their journeys and experiences so far. Brilliant thanks guys that was a really good introduction and um, I'm going to labour the point a lot later on about the benefits of doing a placement so Katie Ryan I'll be coming back to you on that point um, <laughs> uh, which was really good so Lucy I'm going to come to you first if you could just I know you've introduced yourself but if you could just tell us a bit more about your current role at Centrica and a bit maybe more about the, the scheme itself that you've just come off so congratulations. Oh, thank you yeah so I'll 
talk about my placement I've just finished since it was only okay. last week um, first. So yeah, I was in the group strategy team for my final placement, um, which is basically we work on the five-year detailed financial forecast for the company. Um, and we come up with the strategy for like long-term strategy as well as any investment program as well. And then all this content gets presented to the board. Um, so yeah, it's quite a cool placement to be in. So you can really make sure the company is going in a nice direction, learn all about like the decisions you have to make as a company. And yeah, it really goes towards net zero. And then I suppose current role that I started this week. So obviously not too much experience in it yet. Um, renewable investment analyst is, yeah, just doing all the transactions for different renewable technologies and um, making sure that the investments are doing are good ones, I suppose. Brilliant. So would you say doing the three placements that you did before influenced you on the role that you're going to be in now? And tell us a bit how that actually works, because we talk a lot about, you know, in our, you know, in grad cracker world, um, you know, just getting the job, but, you know, and just getting that program. But what actually is the pro- what process when you come off the grad program and how does that work? And, you know, where do you kind of influence where you want to go? Yeah, so when you come off the programme, it's up to you to find a role that fits you. And I think the beauty of that means that you're not kind of siloed off into one way. You can kind of look at anything. You can go back to placements you've been in before or you can choose a new one. So I suppose my motivations for choosing a new one was I like different elements of every single placement I did. Oh, okay. Indecisive, I know, but uh-huh. I managed to find a role that kind of pulled together the elements I liked of each placement all into one job. So I think that's why it's quite good that you can pick your own path after the grad scheme. Um, mm. But it is it's a nice process there's lots of support there the grad team will support you your current managers like there's just so much so much help out there to find a role that really fits you that's really really good and again good reflection of Centrica as a company that you know they're offering that and you know, you've got that support so that's great thanks Lucy Mira I'm going to come to you next if that's okay similar kind of question and I know you've just done a similar experience to Lucy in terms of you've just rolled off the the program so tell us a bit about your current role if you can or maybe your last placement so yeah, so I rolled off into my last placement, uh, a bit different to Lucy. So I currently work as a Scala developer for the demand side response team. So what we do is we adjust energy consumption on say electric vehicles or heat pumps to kind of allow us to make the most of renewable energy. And it's been really exciting to be part of a team that sort of has that direct impact on the future of energy. And yeah, also great to have that sort of responsibility in my yeah. Mira, can you tell us a bit more about your team then and you know what a typical day for you looks like at the moment so my placement's quite unique it's based in Belgium so I've had the opportunity wow. to travel during my placement and we have labs across the country even in Belgium so sometimes uh so the work I'm kind of I'll go into a bit more detail later on but um we've got to travel to say the labs in Leicester and work on these batteries and things like that and I'll visit Belgium and work with the team in the labs there as well. Was that you know one of the reasons why you were interested in applying for Sedgka initially because of the chance to travel or is this chance to travel just kind of come about because of the roles that you're in the placements you've been on? So I think as you said that's the beauty of the Centrica grad scheme you have so much um you can do whatever you kind of want to do. So I sort of sourced my own role and um, spoke to different parts of the business and saw this opportunity available and sort of just went for it as well. So, yeah. I think I'll just add to set expectations. Uh, Centrica is mainly UK focused. Yeah. So if someone, um, I do think there's a few um, opportunities outside of the UK, but it is quite rare. Um, however, you never know, we're a growing company. So yeah, exactly. yeah, it might be more in the future. Absolutely. And I think that's good for people to know that because sometimes, you know, when students ask me about, oh, I want to work in a particular country, I want to do this. It's always good to have a plan B as well, because, Mm. you know, you never know where your future can take you. So, you know, you start at Centrica, be in the UK, but, you know, in the long run, you don't know where Centrica can take you. So that's a good point. Um, So, Mira, just coming back to you, um, in terms of how does that work then with your team being in the UK, you are physically in the UK at the moment and then working in Belgium? What does that look like? Yeah, so I love how so the post-COVID sort of life is sort of like working remotely and um, being a developer, there's lots of um, technology out there where I can code with my manager at the same time and work on the same ticket at the same time. And it feels like I'm there with them um, doing the same sort of work. So 
I don't really see much of a difference, but it is nice to also be able to be in person with them in the Belgian base too. Absolutely. And I think as well, you know, since COVID, it is, a you know, all the companies that we speak to, Cal, and now it's a completely different way of working now. Yeah, absolutely. It just shows you, you know, we've done quite a lot of these webinars now and a lot of these companies are saying, oh, yeah, you know, I can work with my team who's in America, in Belgium, mm. you know, here, there, everywhere. So it is exciting, isn't it? It almost has made the world yeah. a little bit smaller that you can speak to everyone across the world whilst doing your day job. Um, so, Ryan, I'm going to come to you next. Similar kind of question. What's your role like currently at Yeah, thanks. Um, so I'm currently working as a rotating equipment engineer at Centrica Energy Storage Plus, and the, that part of the business has just gone through a bit of a rebrand very, very recently, but that's probably a, a, another story. Um, but I'm working in, the, working in the engineering support team, um, and essentially what we're doing is supporting the operation, maintenance, and project teams to ensure the, equipments that we, the equipment that we have um, can operate safely and reliably um, and I suppose the background to the business and what this equipment is essentially um, we operate the rough gas storage facility which was recently reopened at the request of um, the UK government in response to um, the kind of Ukraine war and the gas price volatility mm-hmm. um, and essentially the, the, the rough gas storage facility is a depleted offshore gas reservoir in the southern North Sea um, and yeah, it, it essentially can, can store store gas from the UK um, national grid. Um, we also operate Easington Gas Terminal, um, in which we process gas from uh, platforms in the Southern North Sea, so we can inject that gas into the grid. Uh, and that terminal also facilitates our operation of um, the rough, of, of rough, essentially, so we can kind of pump gas in, typically in the summer when the prices are lower, and then we can extract that in the winter and we sell that into um, the UK market, essentially, to kind of balance supply and demand. And the, the overall aim of that is to reduce um, the cost per unit of gas for, for UK customers. Um, so yeah, that's, I suppose that's a little bit of a background to the, the team and, and, and kind of what we operate. So Lucy, come to you a second. Do you, does your team work almost with Ryan then in the sense of understanding where we're at, getting that knowledge so then you can do your predictions? Yeah, so the way that the group strategy team works is we sit across all the different business units in Centrica. So we work closely with all the different teams within the whole Centrica group. So it's quite a good placement. You get to see and really understand how it's all put together. I've never actually worked on a project with Ryan um, (laughs) while I was on my placement. But if a question came up for me to do that was to do with what he's working on, I would go and work with him. So, yeah. I worked with other teams across the business more closely, but um, yeah, it's a good place to be in group if you want to kind of see all of the business units. Yeah, you, you're in a good spot there because, yeah, you kind of get to work with and see everything that's going on. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan, back to you. It was just, that's how no, that's okay. works. I thought, oh, is there a connection? So, Ryan, tell me a bit about, so where are you physically right now in the world? So I'm I'm in in Hazel, which is just on the outskirts of Hull. So essentially the, the Easington gas terminal, that's east of Hull on um on the coast of the the or basically the east coast of england and that's essentially kind of the i suppose the focal point or one of the focal points along the east coast for kind of where gas comes in from the north sea absolutely so ryan you need to wave to cal and cal you need to wave to ryan because you're not that far from each other no i'm just up the road running ryan so i'll wave to you And so Ryan, tell me a bit about um your team then in terms of the day to day, what it looks like and yeah, what, what's life like for you at the moment, Ryan? Yeah, so I, I kind of sit within the engineering team and within the engineering team you've got process engineers, you've got your control and control and instrumentation engineers. Um, asset integrity engineers, um, other mechanical engineers. And I think in total, there must be about kind of 20 people that kind of sit within that function. Um, and, and essentially, it, it depends. Things can happen on the on the assets themselves. So different bits of equipment might break or something might happen that people think this doesn't look right. And then we kind of get um, basically communication and requests and um, I suppose to say, yeah, can you work out, can you provide us with some guidance as to um, as to what we should do about this? And equally, we've also got kind of projects which are run. So if we want to kind of, you know, try and improve the processes that um, that we're doing or um, we basically need to install new bits of equipment to enable us to do something a bit differently, um, then there's a projects team. So we would support the projects team in making sure that the kind of design and specification of that equipment fits 
basically the function that we want it to perform. So it kind of straddles across a few different things. And obviously we get the opportunity to go out to the assets as well and speak to the, the technicians and, and the people who are actually working there, see firsthand the stuff happening. So when you say when you physically get to go out, so is that offshore then you'll get to go out to do that? Yeah, yeah. So get to go out. So get to go out offshore um to kind of see what's going on and obviously that's really exciting you get to jump in a helicopter and um and fly out and then also the gas terminal which we can we can drive to it's about 45 minutes um east from hull so we can kind of go out there too um and yeah so i think from an engineering standpoint there's quite a good breadth of things to kind of see and do and experience yeah. to, to to be gained there it's really quite hands-on isn't it engineering that, that you're experiencing ryan and just because um i love placements one knows that tell me a bit about your placement if that's okay Ryan so you obviously did your placement at Centrica you say it was a summer placement yes yeah so why did you decide to apply to Centrica's summer placement and tell me a bit of the process about the benefits of obviously then landing the graduate role with with Centrica yes I suppose the when I was in university I think like I'm sure many people are you're kind of keen to get your foot in the door in industry and I was yeah. obviously interested in the energy industry so I put out an application to the Centrica summer placement scheme this was like pre-covid so I actually had my like assessment center for that placement in person before kind of COVID yeah. happened yeah um, but then after COVID happened it ended up being delayed a year and then I did it virtually in 2021 mm-hmm. um so so yeah, that was I suppose that that was how I came to be on the placement, um, and then yeah, when I was when I was on my placement, essentially we were had to kind of produce a project to look at um, different energy storage technologies that the business could invest in, um, and we produced a report off the back of that that then got kind of submitted and presented a, a, basically around some different teams within the business, um, and yeah, luckily enough, based on kind of the performance, I suppose. Um, I got offered a role on the graduate scheme, and I suppose the ben- one of the key benefits is that the 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 summer placement is kind of like an extended interview. Really, like it's it's mm-hmm. a chance for the business to see what you're like, but also it's actually a chance for you to see what the business like, and you think actually, do I want to work in in this place? So it kind of is a bit of a two way street with the the summer placement. So um, so yeah, obviously if you do well, you get the opportunity to um, I suppose not backdoor entry onto the graduate scheme, but it's probably a bit of a smoother transition because you've already gone through kind of the um, the graduate assessment process to get into the summer placement. And obviously made my final year at university a little bit less stressful too, which was nice. <laughs> so Katie, do you want to add anything to that from a recruiter's perspective? Obviously you said that you've filled some graduate roles already this year mm-hmm. through doing the summer placements you know from a company from Centrica as a business why do you like to offer placements? I think it's really what Ryan touched on so it gives both us as an employer and um, you know students an opportunity to see if Centrica's for them are they right for us Um, and I think you know in nine weeks people can add so much value the projects people are you know working on really make a difference and it's yeah, I think it's great from a business perspective, obviously, to get that value add, getting the fresh ideas, um, but also in the long term to have that sort of talent through the organisation. Um, yeah. I definitely feel like my summer, I think it just puts you at ease when you know, like Ryan said in your last year, you, you don't have to go through the application process again yeah. and you build up a big network so then when you actually come back on the grad program you've already got sort of you know contacts in place which I think is really nice yeah absolutely and I think you know for Ryan obviously for you it comforted the fact that this is a company I want to work for so when going into final year it's like great you know I, I could just concentrate on getting the best qualification I can because I'm going to hit the road ground running for when I've finished perfect answer that's definitely a little snippet there can use that in my presentations thanks guys <laughs> done my work for me um ken sorry last but not least thank you for finally coming to you i do apologize um no tell me and uh, tell us all a bit about what life is like for you at centrica and a bit about the team and everything that you work in so i'm currently working in an electric vehicle team as a pricing manager and my role is to look at the pricing of you know initially to look at pricing of electric vehicles but i think a couple of months ago we looked at how we can incorporate the whole of hive so other products such as thermostats and 
heat pumps and things like that. So that's been really interesting to have a view of all the products. And, you know, yeah. some of the projects that I'm working on include creating offers for to sell high EV charges and also managing a relationship with partners so with the high products that we sell with. Do you say Hive then? Yes, Hive. The Hive division of, of, of Centrica. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, forgetting that. Um, so can tell us a bit more about your team then that you particularly work in and again, what's kind of day-to-day life like for you um in that team? Yeah, so as I said, initially we were just looking at electric vehicles, but currently there's a lot of other products that we look at. So in sure. my team, we've got me in pricing, they've got business development, we've got commercial, so there are quite a lot of different hats that we wear. So I think my role on a day-to-day basis just to see what I can support with in the hive in general. So it doesn't just have to be about electric vehicles, about anything. So currently we're looking at how we can change delivery options to support the customers more and um, you know different things like that. It must be exciting for you though, Ken, because again, I know all of you are at this point in your career, you know, working for a company like Senchka, you're at the forefront of change now, aren't you? And you know, this exactly. is kind of a hot topic at the moment. Um, you know, with all you know, the pressure of, you know, becoming more electric, you know, electric cars and everything else, it must be nice on a day-to-day basis feeling like you're part of that change. Definitely, definitely. I would say that's actually one of the reasons why I picked the electric vehicle placement, because okay. it's the fact that you know I'm contrib or I'm part of the contribution to net zero and yeah. you know I can say I'm leaving my footprint. So I would say that's definitely the reason, you know, you feel like contributing is not like you're not just doing anything. You're actually helping net zero, helping the company, adding value to the company. So I would definitely recommend EV as a team to work in, you know, when people get to Centrica. Yeah, hundred percent. And how long have you been in that team for? Sorry, Ken. So I started May, so about what five months. Okay, and how long yeah. will you be in that team for? Um, well, until December, so the eight month placement. Right, yeah. and then what happens after that? I think well, I'm looking at rolling off opportunities. Um, so mm-hmm. ideally, roll off um into something else or to be the same team. But you know, my advice would be to always change your placements. So don't just stick mm-hmm. to one area. I think. You know, I'm naturally a very analytical person, but it's always good to try something different. That's why, I, for example, I tried something creative for my second placement. You know, mm-hmm. change is something that's very important. And I feel like that's the only way you can grow rather than just being stuck in your comfort zone. Absolutely. I'd really echo that as well. I think doing different types of roles and placements is really important I think it's easy to sort of think I really like this area so actually my next placement I want to do something similar but really you know I think thriving on a grad scheme is all about getting different experiences even sometimes you know you might have experiences you don't like but at least for your future career you know that so um, I think that's a great point and then ultimately, when you know, when you're in Lucy and Myra's place, then you think, well, actually, no, what I'm going to go into next is a place I actually genuinely want to be. Mm-hmm. And also, Lucy, you mentioned as well about networking. You know, mm-hmm. the more than experience you've got, you know, if you ever do need to ask a question in a team that, you know, you can pick up the phone and say, oh, got a question. Can you help me out here? And in the long run, it benefits, doesn't it? So it's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Put yourself in those situations. Don't play safe. Next, we're going to talk about what we're we going to talk about next. We're going to talk about placements. Placements. Yes, we are. So, Lucy, I'm going to come to you. Um, yeah, if you could tell me a bit about um your placement um that you've just finished, um and why you chose that placement, and yeah, shall I start at like placement one or the yeah. Yeah, if you yeah, start at placement one and then kind of go through why you chose a different placement to then decide where you're at now in your career. I think that's what we're to know yeah. a little bit more about. Cool. Um, so, yeah, so first placement I was in Hive, so the same area as where Ken is right now, um, which sits in British Gas, being a demand side response mm-hmm. analyst for propositions. So that's working on like EVs, heat pumps, solar for residential customers and figuring out how to make the journey for them moving to net zero a nice transition and also got that element of how it's actually going to be affordable for them 
So that role was a lot of stakeholder management and collaboration and stuck to what I liked as a net zero. And then for my second placement, I knew as an analyst, I wanted to get more experience in Excel and more of a technical role. So then I was a net zero investment analyst. So this was actually working in Centrica Business Solutions. So you can kind of see the role as net zero consulting. So working with different corporate clients to help them reach their path to net zero by modeling in Excel, like which technologies they should invest in when, um, making sure the business case is still stacked up throughout that. So that was the technologies like solar and heat pump and things like that. And then for my third placement, I knew I wanted to roll where I kind of looked more at the strategy. So kind of bigger picture looking out. So yeah. that's then why I chose that um, group strategy placement where I just look across the whole of Centrica, more strategic thinking and what shall we do as a business? Big fat question mark. Yeah. <laughs> <Try> <laughs> come up with the answer. Um, so yeah, I'd say that was my journey throughout. And then for rolling off, I knew I wanted to keep the net zero element for my first placement and collaboration element. I wanted to keep the investment modeling for my second one. And then I was working on the investment program from a broader sense in my third placement. Whereas in this role as a renewable investment analyst now, I can actually do the investment program and make the investments a reality. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, that's a really good uh, point there, Lucy. Um, in terms of, you, you know, obviously making those decisions, you know, Kate, Katie mentioned it, you know, about being as broad as possible. Was that your conscious decision? Or, you know, we're seeing that, you know, think outside the box, be creative with the placements and where you're going to go. Or did it just fall like that for you, would you say? Yeah, so I suppose when you're moving on placements, you how it works is you have a graduate talent manager who looks after you and they will source all these roles for each time you need to move around your placements. And it'll be a big list of like 20 different roles that all that analysts. So there's, I think there's eight of us there was. So we had a big selection of roles and we could look between them all and then you decide from that list what do you like the look of and you can you apply for three so you get a better flavor of the roles through the application process and then from after that you can like pick where suits you best but you can also get roles put onto the list so I know some people who really wanted to work in the hydrogen business for example so they yeah. sourced a role that was specifically on hydrogen that wouldn't have otherwise been on the list and then they did that placement so for me, I think I knew I kind of wanted to do more investment and strategy. So I chose to go that direction. But I know other people who wouldn't source roles and they just kind of applied for what looked good on the list and it all worked out well. Everyone I know is like their placements, which is quite lucky. <laughs> yeah. In terms of um, that kind of listen and that process, so could you also then, I know we're saying still, Katie, within the UK, realistically, majority of the time you will be better just across the UK, but... Could you then say pick different areas across the UK you wanted your next placement to be? Yeah, so when you get to see the list, the list says the location that you're meant to be based in for that placement. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's slightly different because when I started, there was kind of COVID was still finishing. So there was still like a work from home mandate at some point of it. But um, yeah. there was a few roles. That I know someone like went into the Manchester office quite a lot um, for one of their placements. Someone went into the Hull office. Um, yeah. So I was mainly Windsor and London office just from the placements that I chose. Sure. So, um, yeah, there's a big range. There's that option to to yeah. travel and relocate if you want to, which is great. Mara, I'm going to come to you with similar kind of questions. So what's your favourite um, kind of piece of work that you've you've covered um, whilst using your placement and how did that kind of help to navigate your experience during the scheme? So um, my favourite thing that I've been doing is in my placement right now. So at the minute I'm working on writing some code that actually controls like a device in someone's home which I think is crazy, yeah. uh, but it's completely different to what I thought I'd be doing in Centrica when I started the scheme. So my first placement was working as a front-end developer in British Gas Energy, so sort of working with the agents and helping them with the customer service side of things. And um, my second placement was in Hive, so all things um, smart thermostats and um, electric vehicles again. But that second placement, I thought I played it a bit safe, so... For my third one, I kind of thought I'd put myself outside my comfort zone and go for something completely random, a coding language I hadn't done before. And yeah. I do think you do learn everything on the job as well. So there's so much support available that, yeah, it was like a great experience. And now I'm ending up rolling off into that role. So, yeah. So it paid off. It paid off. <laughs> paid off. And this is why it's good, isn't it? Putting yourself out of the comfort zone. Um, so in terms of... Tell us a bit about that kind of 
project then you know so you're saying was hive that you worked in that was your favorite project you know and what kind of experience did you get that made you tick for you yes this is why, why I want to do it so I really liked the fact that I could be helping sort of shape the future of energy so yeah. controlling these devices I think everyone's going to have these devices in their homes in the future and being part of that change is what keeps me really motivated and looking forward to like the work I'm doing yeah absolutely and I think as well you know again it's something that people come across on a daily basis isn't it you know again it's in the media all the time it's stuff that we're talking about all the time and you're you're actually making those changes at the moment and it it must be really nice again when you go home on a night you think oh you're you know you're at home on a night you think oh you know job satisfaction yeah I'm helping that and I'm, I'm putting towards you know a positive change Um, I'm guessing that's obviously another reason why you wanted this particular role once you've finished your program yeah, I think also like having all this wide experience has helped me in this role as well. So like doing all the cloud technology stuff in my previous two placements has even allowed me to sort of kind of give advice to people in my team that maybe I have more experience in that software than they do. That's yeah. nice as well. <laughs> as I'm trying developer. to keep away from the training development uh, question because that's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come back to you on that. I will come back to you on that. And um, Ryan... Similar kind of question for you, if that's okay, about your experiences, favourite project, thing that you've worked on so far and how that's influenced you. Yeah, so um, just like, I suppose a bit, quick bit of background on the engineering graduate scheme. It's like three years um, and you, so you do three one-year placements as opposed to some of the analyst schemes, which are eight-month placements. So that can kind of be a bit confusing when some people are rolling off and some people are still in the graduate scheme and things like that. So I'm just about to finish my second year um, and I kind of spoke a little bit about my second year placement already in Centric Energy Storage. So um, I suppose one of my favourite projects, I'll just speak in a bit more detail about my first placement and I was a client side project manager for Centrica's first um, wholly owned and grid connected solar farm. Um, so this solar farm basically was getting built over the course of or between 2021 and 2022 um, and it's now connected to the grid and it was it was finished successfully um, and produces 18 megawatts of um, power which is enough to power 5,000 homes and land area wise we're looking at about 24 football pitches worth of um, uh, of solar panels um, and that's based in um, basically uh, west of London um, and personally basically I was kind of throwing in at the deep end a little bit, which I think is great about working at Centrica is that people aren't scared to kind of give you real responsibility. Um, and I really gained a lot of commercial knowledge in terms of like contracts and project finance, contractor management, um, things like planning applications and grid connections, which I'd never thought I'd, you know, um, never thought I'd be anywhere near. And then some more technical kind of skills to do with the, uh, our considerations with the the solar farm as we were building it was things like the control system that we had um, around the site and also cyber security so obviously that's a big thing at the moment um, so there were kind of loads of things that you just got involved in over the course of that and it was just like fantastic to be a part of that and obviously that's kind of like others have said a contribution towards net zero and there's something kind of really satisfying about yeah. seeing a project through from start to finish and kind of seeing it seen it be completed um but yeah i think yeah I, I suppose something else obviously the the business is continually evolving so the placements that are around when i first started like some of them are still around but there's like way more and different variety and you know the, the, it really evolves as you go through the as you go through the graduate scheme so that's one thing that's kind of quite interesting to bear in mind is that we can be saying lots of things here but hopefully in kind of two or three years time there's going to be like a, a, you know a variety of different placements that we can't even kind of predict yeah. or kind of imagine at this point so um, I think the business is in kind of a good place to to so I suppose grow that space and, uh, and allow more opportunities in the future. Yeah, that's a really, really good point because also, again, when, you, when you're thinking about, you know, as a graduate, you're thinking, okay, what industries are out there? Where can my degree take me? And if you think of the future, which will lead me nicely soon onto my next question mm -hmm. about the future, but as a company, you know, you guys aren't going anywhere, are you? You know, you're, the, <laughs> you know, it's not that there's any kind of part of your industry just yet that's going to be stopping. This is going to have to keep on going mm -hmm. forever. So it must be nice that, again, it, it 
where you're going to be in say 20 years time you might not be doing what you're doing now Ryan you could be doing something completely different um and that's really a really nice thought isn't it so where do you go next year where's your next person yeah so I've so I've sorted out my next placement and that's um, basically going to be working in the offshore part of the business so I'll be based offshore as a maintenance engineer um, yep. and I suppose again like everyone's kind of said the driver for that is really I wanted to kind of pick the three different placements so one was kind of in projects one was kind of in a sort of technical engineering slash design role and my next one's going to be kind of in operations and maintenance so I could have that kind of full broad experience over the course of my three years to then allow me to kind of know what I want to move into, but that also supports your chartership application and working towards mm-hmm. chartership because you need to hit kind of a, basically kind of a range of different experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to do that is, is I think, really, really useful at the start of your career because, um, yeah, it just gives you that broad knowledge and it makes it a lot easier to kind of talk to different people across the industry and across the business when you've got that sort of understanding um, from having the varied experience at the start of your career. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. Yeah, because you did say again, that's something that you're interested in doing. So it's good that Centrica is support, you know, supporting you on that. But you're making those decisions wisely as well with that in mind. So that's really, really good. Um, Ken, I'm going to come to you next. Same kind of question. Um, Favourite projects, placements, everything else, and how that influenced you? Yeah, so I think my gadget scheme is a bit different from Ryan's, you know, in terms of I did three eight-month placements. My first placement was as a research insight analyst in services and solutions. So looking at more behind the scenes of data, looking at, you know, the voice of a customer, what pain points that customers have with engineer visits and things like that. Now, for my second placement, I chose something that was completely different, um, being an energy proposition manager in British Gas. And the reason why I chose it is because, you know, as I said before, it's something completely different, um, looking at more the softer side, creative side of energy, which I thought was quite interesting. And that's the second place was actually where my favourite project came from, which was in SEG. So SEG is essentially a smart export guarantee and essentially what cost, what solar customers get paid for the energy that they export back to the grid. Now, initially, I found it very daunting. You know, customers actually see what's happening on the website but yeah. I found it really invaluable, the skills that I learned in terms of like stakeholder management, presenting and just overall proposition creation. And, you know, super fulfilling to have your work actually displayed on the website. So I, I kind of left my footprint in that placement, which was really, really interesting. Yeah, definitely. You must be really proud of yourself. Yeah. Um, I bet in terms of, you know, listening to all all four of you, and then include you, Katie, but you, you're definitely not on the grad program anymore. Um, but you yeah. all sound like you almost work at different companies, in a sense. Do you see what I mean? It's crazy how big and how broad the options are. You know, all four of you, completely different experiences, but all absolutely fantastic. I'm conscious of the time, because I know, Katie, you want to talk to us a lot about the application process and things like that. But Miro, I did want to cover, come back to you on training development, because um, I was avoiding that question earlier. I nearly fell into that trap, and I was thinking of what to come back to you with. So training development, you've got a bit of a classic example there with your experiences. So could you tell us a bit about the training development that you've had so far from Centrica? So Centric has been really, really good in like all the training that I've needed for each of my placements. Each placement was completely different and we use a lot of cloud technologies in Centrica. So I've had training in AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. We've also had training in Azure. We um, can also have training in um, different coding languages such as Terraform and um, learning like best practices with Git. We get also a lot of like hackathons and working with different parts of the business so we can learn security best practices and things like that. So it's all kind of unique to your own journey, but yeah, it's really good. Where you are now, did you think two years ago you'd be here? Absolutely not. (laughs) I thought I kind of was like, I love front end developing and I love um, doing that sort of thing and yeah, just from all the different certifications that I was able to do, 
I was found out that I really enjoyed actually a very different side of programming than I expected. <laughs> well done you again for putting yourself in these situations. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, I don't know if anyone else wants to add uh, to training development, anything that, Lucy, you've got to say something. I'll come to you. Yeah, I was just going to say there's also like um, grad-wide development that all the grads get to do together. So all of us on the whole scheme come together. So there's probably, I think there's 50 of us, around 50. Um, and we get like these away days and they have different trainings all together. So there was one that was about being like a good leader um, and leadership. There was one about followership. So working well in a team. And we've also had some other ones that are focused on presentation style as well. So it is nice just a time, a time for all the grads to get together and develop those almost softer skills. Absolutely. Again, which leads me quite nicely on to the next question is a bit about kind of extracurricular activities. So Katie, you mentioned that briefly in the intro, but if anyone wants to, so either Ryan or Ken, you want to tell us a bit about the kind of networking groups you might be involved in? Definitely. So you can be involved in a lot of different networks, you know, there's diversity, there's a lot of differentness. Even like in terms of extracurricular activities, I know some people play football after work. So mm. there's anything that you can imagine that you can just join. So that's really interesting as well as what Lucy said. There's you know fellowship events and um, different things like that in which you can develop on collaboration, develop on presentations, and also overall develop your soft skills, which has been very you know good and if you want to develop anything in particular, I think at Century Card, there's no, there's no such thing as a bad question. You know, you can always have a chance to present if you want to. A lot of training is done on the job. So there's ample opportunity to develop in anything you want to do. Oh, that's great. Again, fantastic advice as well. Um, you know, if you go in with that mindset, um, you know, you're not going to go far wrong. Ryan, I'll finish it with you. If you're yeah, going. yeah. To be honest with you, I think, Ken's kind of covered it. I mean, I've, I've, yeah, we do kind of work five asides, um, where I'm, and that's every Thursday. So I've got my boots in the car today, and that's where I'll be going <laughs> after this. Um, so there is like external, there is like external, um, yeah, loads of external things you can do, um, and then yeah, I think something that you said, Jess, about how obviously our experience experiences are quite varied. And, and it's almost like we're working in different businesses. Sometimes because Centrica is made up of different business units, it can feel like people are a bit spread about. But that's one thing that's really good about the graduate scheme is we've got these kind of, um, you know, it's like three or four times a year we have these away days where all the graduates come together. And that almost kind of provides a bit of a glue between finding out what's what's actually going on. So, you know, like I know Ken and Lucy and Mira, even though we're in different business units, you know, it, it's really easy just to talk to them on Teams because we've all met before and like had a lot of fun doing these events. So you've kind of got the balance between you can get all that varied experience, but you don't feel like you're just sitting in like a silo that you're isolated from kind of everyone else. So, um, yeah, that's probably something to add to that. Yeah. And do you know what? That's the perfect way to end on it, because that is a really, really good point. And, you know, I think if anyone's listening, think, right. Katie, how do I apply? Because I'm excited. Cool. So our um, application process is firstly, you need to complete an online application form. Um, that's just sort of capturing, you know, um, key details and also a CV. Um, I'll just run through the process and then give some tips and tricks. Um, after that, you'll do a numerical reasoning, verbal reasoning and personality questionnaire. I think with the personality questionnaire, it's just really important to answer it honestly, because um, if people are answering what they think we want them to answer, it can flag up. So just answer it. Um, you know, honestly, you're not going to get assessed on that. It's more for us just to find out more about you. Um, next phase is a video interview, but this is where you'll have like three minutes to, um, you'll get told the question, have three minutes to prepare an answer, and then you'll have to record and answer yourself. So it's not like there's another person um, asking the questions and finally, it's a virtual assessment centre. So um, group exercise, meet the manager task and an interview. 
So tips and tricks. I think with the CV, it's really important to have a personal statement at the top that's really tailored to your stream and also that showcases your transferable skills in relation to that. Um, also important that we have a bit of an understanding of what modules you do at uni, especially for like engineering or more of the technical streams. It's really useful to know what technical knowledge you have. Um, and also keep your CV concise. We don't need, you know, three or four pages. It should be definitely no more than um, two pages. I think with numerical and verbal reasoning, definitely speak to your universities. They should be able to um, give you some practice on that. And also I would recommend speaking to your careers advisor about um, CVs. I think the more people you get to review it, the better. Video interview is really important to answer the questions we ask, not the um, questions you want us to ask. And also really be quite specific. So a lot of people say, you know, I want to work for Centrica because I'm passionate about net zero. But what is it about net zero that you're passionate about? Same with you know, I want to do the HR grad scheme because I'm a people person. We need more detail than that. So it's just not about, you know, saying broad statements. It's about giving more detail. And also be mindful of your body language. So smile, breathe, look like you're enjoying Mm. yourself and just be open. I think that's really key. And also um, try and pause so you really create impact with what you're saying. Um, And then finally, from assessment centres, the STAR approach is really useful for your interview, like structuring your questions. Group exercise, you definitely don't need to be the loudest in the room. So think about what other ways can you add value? So it might be, you know, um, challenging someone, but in a, a constructive manner, it could be adding to someone else's point. Can you keep the group reminded of the time or bring someone quiet into the conversation? There are all ways that you can succeed in it um and I think just remember the assessors are there to support you so really just you know pay attention to the assessor if they're asking you a bit more detail it probably means they need it so just really try and sort of answer the questions um that they are giving you but we do give a lot of support throughout our application process so you'll get um you know some more information on how you should be preparing And hopefully everyone would vouch from my experience as well. It was like a very friendly sort of process. I think we try and put people at ease. Mm. I think that's a good point as well. Just just having a pause and thinking before you answer the question. Don't jump straight in. People aren't judging you. And it's good to take that couple of seconds. Um, So tell us a little bit more when students do start then, Katie, about the induction process. What can they expect in the first week or so at Centrica? Yeah, so the induction process is something we've actually done loads of work on, especially the last year. So we've moved away from a two day induction. Um, Now it's um, a four day induction. So um, next year it'll be from Tuesday to Friday, like the 1st of October um, 2024. And it's really, you know, interactive workshops. You'll get to meet senior leaders across the business. You'll get to network um, with current graduates and also hear about, you know, the experiences of people after the programme. And we also try and do quite a lot of skill um, development as well. So some getting speakers in to talk about different topics. Um, and also um, this year, actually, we're doing a day volunteering together. So it's more just about, you know, meeting different people and really understanding our business and culture. Yeah. Brilliant. And just like Katie said, now said at the beginning of the webinar, so there'll be an opening for their um, graduate and year-long placements um, tomorrow, 29th of September. They'll be open for the summer placements at the, at the back end of December, beginning of January. So make sure you follow Centrica today to be alerted when those opportunities go live. Um, so thank you very much, Katie, for, for everything that you've just mentioned. What we're going to do now is close on a bit of a one-liner from the graduates. Um, so in one sentence, starting with you, Lucy, why should a student choose Centrica? Oh, it'll be hard in one sentence. <laughs> but, um, I suppose um, you get to be at the front of the energy transition and figure out exactly where you want your career to go over two years while being supported by just the nicest group of people you'll ever meet. That was really good to fit that into one sentence. Well done, Lucy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to put three points in one, I think. I never thought that. Then I was at this moment. Thank you, Lucy. Mira, on to you. Oh, that'd be hard to beat. 
Um, so joining the software engineering grad scheme, you'll get to be part of an industry leader in the energy industry and also have a chance to work with all the cool new cutting edge technologies. Love it. Very well. Ken? I think um, Centricar you know, really cares about its employees and you know, their multiple opportunities for personal and professional development, which I believe helps us in the overall becoming more well-rounded people. Yeah, and then you next door neighbour, Ryan. Yeah, so Centrica, I think, has recently made some big uh, commitments to investments in the energy transition, and the company really places a priority on personal development. So these two things together make it a really exciting place to advance your career in the energy industry and also develop as a graduate. Perfect. Perfect summaries for perfect webinar. So thank you very much, everybody, for joining us today. Good luck, everybody who's watching. And when you do decide to apply to Centrica, and join me and Jess on Monday. We'll be back with Asking Martin Formula 1, 2 o'clock. Don't miss it. It's going to be fantastic. Um, and we shall see you all later on. So thank you, everybody. See you all soon. Thanks, thank everyone. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.